welcome to another episode of Tops of the Morning. I'm your host, Richard, and always joined by my co-host, Jeremy. Today's episode is part of a special Student Spotlight series. A conversation with some of our amazing top students we have at Tennessee Online Public School, also known as TOPS. Our goal is to not only celebrate the hard work and achievement of our students, but also provide a platform where we can learn about their unique experiences. This series serves to highlight the quality of education and opportunities that are available through online learning at TOPS. Today, we have an exceptional guest joining us, Jules. She's a high school student from our TOPS community. In this episode, we'll explore her academic journey, talk to her about experiences with overcoming challenges, and delve into her extracurricular activities and much more. So sit back and relax, and let's get started with another exciting episode. So Jules, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Glad to have you. So let's just start with a little bit and just tell us about yourself and who you are and how did you come to TOPS? Well, first, my name is Jules Marie. Um, My friends and family call me Juju. And I'm 17 years old. I live in Bristol and I love it. It's my favorite. And especially going down State Street at night. I love it. And I found Tops in January earlier this year, and I'm glad I did. Well, good. So how long have you been a student at Tops then? Since January, so my second semester, my junior year, and now my first semester, my senior year. And I plan to finish high school with Tops. Awesome. Great. So tell, tell us, Jules, about your previous high school experience and kind of what drew you to Tops last January. Well, so I've been doing virtual classes my whole high school life. And the first two years was because of COVID. And then my junior year, I had some medical issues and I had surgery. And it would have just been very difficult to do high school and walk up and down the stairs when you have stitches in your back. So I did virtual classes and then I took some college classes at my community college. And then we moved here to Bristol and I found TOPS because I wanted to continue doing online classes because it's a lot more convenient for me. Yeah, that's great. Can you share a fun fact about yourself, something different about you? Something different. Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess, well, I have a dirt bike. I've been riding uh, dirt bikes ever since I was seven. And it's a wonder how I haven't been to the hospital <laughs> because of something, but the God has, God has blessed me. <laughs> That's awesome. A, a, a dirt bike. Oh my goodness. I've never been on a dirt bike before. Mr. Tiffin, have you been on a dirt bike before? I, I've actually had my motorcycle license. I've, I've rode since I was young. So what's, what? what kind of, what size do you have, Jules? Let's talk a little just about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 150 Honda, a four stroke and it's uh, it's really tall, but or maybe I'm just short. I'm five two, and I can barely touch the ground when I'm on it. <laughs> you have to once you hammer the gas on it, it'll drop a little on it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I have to like I have to do the gangster lean, as my mom calls it. I have to <laughs> lean on one foot <laughs> while the other one's in the air. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! I've never been on a motorcycle. I, I take that back. I've been on a motorcycle one time. My father-in-law has one, and I was on it for about 
I don't know, five seconds, and I will I will probably never do it again, mainly because my wife will not let me do it again because I about ran into our van in a matter of five seconds. So definitely not for me. I could probably do it with a little bit of practice, but I will stay on a just a regular old two-wheel bicycle. That's my that's my damn. <laughs> yeah, nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That's fantastic. That's good. I did not know that about you, Jules. All right. So what does a typical day look like for you at Tops? I know it's, you know, once again, we're different because we have the online setting, right? But on a typical day where you're going to be doing schoolwork or, you know, what's your average day look like? Well, I wake up in the morning and then I'm not really much of a breakfast person. So I skip breakfast and then I start doing school around eight and I work for a few and then I take my dog for a walk and then I eat a snack and then I work out for a few and then if I'm not working that night, then I will help mom with chores around the house. That's great. So you said you you get up about eight or you start working about eight. So here's my mm-hmm. question. And I ask all these kids this because I'm always curious, you know, what what's your philosophy as far as working? Like, do you work on one class at a time or do you treat it more like a regular school day where you do a subject for a certain amount of time? Kind of how do you work your, your daily routine with tops? Well, my math class, I have stuff due on Tuesday and then stuff due on Friday, which is very helpful to keep me on track. So I work for my algebra class and I get everything turned in. And then if I feel like working some more, then I'll work on other classes. But I do tend to jump around to give me a break from another class. But sometimes I do just stick to one thing. Yeah, a lot of a lot of students are are different, you know, and I always encourage them to try it, you know, see what works for them, you know, and we'll see what happens. All right, with that in mind, is math your favorite subject or, or do you like a different favorite subject? It was when it was just like two plus two, but when you start <laughs> adding letters in, it's a lot more confusing. <laughs> You're in algebra two right now, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a challenge, and you're definitely using a lot more than 2, two plus 2, right, Mr. Tiffany? <laughs> Absolutely. Algebra 2 is always one of my favorite to teach. Not mine. I'm, I'm, I like just the Algebra 1 stuff. Of course, I, I do like the trig. Mm-hmm. I like those types of things, too. But So, Jules, you transitioned really through COVID. I know COVID was a very difficult time for a lot of schools trying to transition to virtual. Some weren't ready. Some really just tried to make the best of things. Tops had been established way before that. I guess what was your feeling of going from the virtual that was getting thrown together and doing the best we could and surviving versus a virtual program that was designed to be from the beginning to be online? How how does that feel different for you or does it? Actually, when I heard about that, I was very excited because I was like, finally, someone knows what they're doing because <laughs> it was a mess at my old school. It was a mess. And plus, The first year when I did virtual classes, there was probably about 50 kids that did it. And then the second year, about three kids that did it. And then when I was doing it for my for the beginning of my junior year, I was the only one doing it. And I was like, you know, thinking if I'm the only kid doing virtual classes, it would be a little easier for you to remember me, but I was always the one reaching out and asking about assignments. And that really sucked because I felt like I was left behind. But when I went to tops and I was being engaged with a lot more activities and assignments, I felt really happy because I felt like 
you know, I actually did what I was actually a part of the school. It was an emergency and it was something that people stepped in and did to have remote learning. Remote learning versus online learning are two separate things. And so a lot of schools try to do remote learning and struggled with it and where we've had that intention of online learning. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that that design has been something that you've enjoyed and something that you feel like you've been able to connect to because that's another big thing at Tops. We want families and kids to feel connected to our program and to our school. We don't want it to be just something I'm doing and acquiring knowledge. I mean, I can go on YouTube and just learn a lot of stuff, but having like right. a school atmosphere and that mentality. So that's, that's great to hear. Can you share about a recent academic achievement or something you've done in class that you're really proud of? Maybe you weren't sure that you could accomplish this or some kind of program that maybe wasn't your strength and you've, you've, it's became that. Definitely passing algebra two part one. <laughs> that was a struggle for me for the first quarter. I failed it. And for the second quarter, I managed to get back on my feet and pass the course, which that was an amazing achievement in my opinion. Okay. What, what did you change then? So for like our listeners that maybe are struggling in algebra two, what were some habits or something that, that changed in you that, Oh, I've got to do this differently or here's something I've made a priority to, to bring on that success. Well, at first I didn't have a schedule and waking up in the morning, I just groaned and I dreaded the thought of doing math and I kept on pushing it off. And the next thing I knew it was Friday and I have like five assignments due by midnight. And that was really stressful. And I knew I had to change something. So I talked to my parents and I talked to Miss um, Lily, which I do want to give a shout out to her because she's been super helpful for these past two semesters. And I talked to them and I asked what I could do. And she was very helpful and was assisting me with questions that I had. And she helped me get a schedule going on. And next thing I knew it, I passed the course. <laughs> nice. And that, those are great structures for life as an adult, those skills you mm. just learned are so valuable for, for post high school. Right. Yes. Do not procrastinate. <laughs> It'll only hurt you. <laughs> so it sounds like it was a lot of your mindset and, you know, leaning on your teacher you know, we, we preach that all the time at Tops. I'm sure you're aware of that, Jules, you know, making a schedule, reaching out, communicating with your teacher, you know, all those different things. And, but I mean, it, it's, it's difficult at first, right? I mean, as you said, you, you had some trouble struggles early on. So, you know, I just, I found that so encouraging because I, because honestly, I didn't remember that about you last semester. Cause you know, I just see the end of the semester. Oh, you're doing great. You know, and now you're doing great. So, you know, there, there's always a transition time. And we tell this to all new students and families, like, hey, you're going to you're going to struggle a little bit early on. And so I just love to hear that, you know, you had to talk to your parents because we we fully believe that family engagement and being having your family involved is is critical. And then also communicating with your teachers. Right. So those two things go yeah. hand in hand with what we've kind of. Um, it's just kind of affirming of what we've been preaching to students and families. Right. And I was like, I've always been the one to be afraid to ask for help. And mm -hmm. from coming from a school where they didn't really reach out to me and I felt, well, for lack of better terms, unwanted. It was it was hard transitioning to a school where they did care about me and they wanted the best for me. And I just found it very hard to reach out for help. And then when Miss Lily reassured me that 
that was her job to help me and make sure that, you know, I do achieve my high goals. And it was, it was very, it was, it was just, I I don't know the word for it, but it was very overwhelming. And I was super happy to know that somebody was there for me. That's great. So, so what, any other study tips that you would recommend to other students? I know you said, you know, talking to the teacher, uh, making a schedule for your week, not procrastinating. Is there any other tips or things that you would like um, to share with other students and families? If you can, I would suggest waking up in the morning, early in the morning and getting on to work. Don't wait until 10 o'clock at night after you've, you know, binge watch three TV shows on Netflix and ate all the popcorn in the house because <laughs> you're going to be tired after that and you're not going to be motivated much and you're going to, well, you're not going to make good grades. So if you get up early in the morning when you have your mind is fresh and you just got good night's sleep, that is the best time to do it and stay on schedule don't wait until Friday when you have 20 assignments to do it. Yeah. I think that's so important to schedule and not getting overwhelmed and learning to manage that in pieces and chunks. And that's, it sounds like you really become successful in that. And I, I feel that's something that is a huge success for students. I also always want to reiterate, I think this demonstrates that tops is work. Tops is not just a cakewalk and easy it's, it's still learning and it's still work. And that's something we always try to really encourage and reinforce for potential families is this isn't just something I can go blow off and knock out in an hour a day. I mean, we, we truly intend this to be comparable to every other school and be, be challenging. And we want students to grow and students to learn. You've got that flexibility and that choice and those skills you're getting to build, but we want it to be a, we want it to be a little bit of a struggle and we want you to learn. And I mean, that's our end goal is you've learned by the end of the courses. If that's something we really always want to tell families is, it's not just easy and log in and it's not pre-canned stuff that I'm going to click through quickly. Right. Right. And if I've always said, if you don't struggle through the process, you're not learning something. I love that. Productive struggle. That's a, that's a common <laughs> teacher term we like to use, right? Or cognitive lift, the students that need to be doing a lot of the work. Hey, just a quick question, Jules. How much do you work? I know you have, you have, you said you have a job. How much do you work during the week? I'm just curious. Well, we have a family business, so it's not like a regular schedule. It's just whenever I'm needed or whenever I have nothing else to do, I'll do it. But in the summer, when I work, we usually get here around nine in the morning and we don't stop until six or seven at night, unless we're on a huge deadline. And I've been known to work until four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Just if you don't mind, I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. What, What? what is your family business? Just so we can get a good idea of kind of what you're talking about. It's a, it's a custom cabinet shop. It's here in Bristol Highlands custom cabinetry. And we, you know, take, we go to the lumber yard and get some rough pieces of wood. And then we turn it into something beautiful, like your kitchen cabinets or just a, a table in your living room or just a mirror too. I mean, we've recently, we just did, we built custom windows out of Cypress and that was really cool. And we do stairs too. I mean, we do anything that involves wood and I love it. Sounds awesome. 
I'm going to have to look into your family business and see what, see what I can get from there. Cause that, I would love some of that stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're very busy. I can hear now. Um, <laughs> the, uh, woodworking is not a quick process. I know that's something that's it's tedious and it's very intentional and you have to be careful. You get in a rush and you're going to mess it up. Right now you're balancing work. You're balancing classes. You're balancing activities you're doing outside of school. So what's some challenges you faced? You'd mentioned even some medical. What's some challenges you faced in your educational journey and how did you deal with those? Well, it's really just been algebra. I've never been the best with algebra, and plus algebra classes online is just a lot more difficult because you can't just, like, raise your hand and ask for help. You have to contact your teacher and wait, and that was just algebra 2 part 1. I thought it was going to be the death of me, but this year I came with a fresh start and made high goals for myself. And I'm telling myself that, you know, Miss Lily is here for me and it will not be the end of it or end of me if I contacted her and asked for help. And I guess you can say she's been like my best friend. I'm texting her almost every day, like, <laughs> hey, can you help me with this? <laughs> and just algebra two has been a challenge for me. And I'm overcoming it with the help of Miss Lily. So that's really nice. I love to hear that, you know, the teachers, because, again, that's it's a lot more the students. There's a lot more responsibility on the student to to actually reach out and to do the, you know, to hey, help me with this particular problem. Right. And I love how you said that um, she's kind of been your best friend because it's true. I mean, you know, it's like your it's like your study buddy. You know, you're constantly asking for assistance and different things like that. But that's what we want you to do. Right. I think sometimes students are afraid to reach out. I don't know if they're just intimidated or kind of they don't know what the teacher's going to say. But that but the student teacher relationship is so important. And even in an online school. Right, Mr. Tipton. Yes, absolutely. And I think even it can shift. I mean, to me, it sounds like things I'm hearing, I've always thought like tutoring, a tutoring relationship with a student and a teacher relationship is always a little different. Sometimes in teaching, we have a lot of management. We have a lot of classroom things going on. We have a lot of structure we're putting in place. And it sounds like Miss Lily's already got that established in the course. That does that management. It sounds like you all are getting almost that tutoring relationship of like, let's communicate. Let's really see where you're at and what challenges you're having specifically. And she's addressing those with you directly instead of just to the whole class. And and being just open to everybody. You're getting a lot of personalization, almost like that mentor type ship and a, and a tutoring relationship that you're able to develop with her. Right. Yes, sir. And I mean, this year I've contacted her about anything you can think of, really. I've contacted her about her, her classes, assignments, and fall break, and sports, and just really anything <laughs> and everything. And she's been really helpful and nice about it. And I do, like I said before, I do have to give her a shout out for it because she is like my favorite teacher <laughs> because of how helpful she is. Well, let's talk about any extracurricular activities maybe you've got going on. So are you involved in any extracurricular that extend beyond the school day? Yes, sir. I help teach homeschooled kindergarten and first grade students. And it's, it's really nice because we give those moms a break, especially if they have more than one child. And we teach them about God and language arts and social studies and science. And eventually we'll get on to math. <laughs> But yes, I love it. And I help on Tuesdays and sometimes Wednesdays. 
and it's I love doing it. I had a kid one time lean on me and he looked up to me and said in a cute baby voice, I love you. And I was like, I'm so glad I'm doing this. (laughs) (laughs) That's very rewarding then. Yes, it is. It really is. And to see these kids grow, it's just amazing because on the first day, you know, you had kids crying because their mommies were going away and them not wanting to engage into the group because of how scared they were and some kids just wanted to go home and some kids just wanted to play with toys and the last time I was there it was just really awesome to see them grow because they're engaging with the other kids now and they're dancing and singing and loving God and each other and it's just amazing it's very heartwarming yeah that's that's great I love to hear so how first question how often do you do this you said on Tuesdays and Wednesdays is that every week or every other week yes Every week I help on Tuesdays and someone else is supposed to come on Wednesdays, but when she can't, I, I help on Wednesdays. How, how, how much time does that, does that take of your day? I go nine in the morning and we stop around 1230 and it's, doesn't really take up much time. It's about 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. So about an hour worth of driving and but it's totally worth it i wouldn't change it for the world sounds like you're doing <laughs> some volunteer hours too that you might need to be logging for your tops volunteer stuff is what i'm hearing right well maybe maybe <laughs> yeah have you been logging those as a service learning hours i will it's an idea <laughs> <laughs> well there you go we're solving problems here today yep <laughs> Oh, I love it. Do you have a mentor Probably. or someone who inspires you in some of these outside projects? Let's see. It's probably going to be my dad because I'm always helping my neighbors. Like recently over the summer, I built my neighbors a chicken coop and I also power washed my other neighbor's deck. And I've, I've done a lot of things to help my elders. My dad has always raised me to help and respect my elders. And I do that every chance I get. So I guess you could say that he's the one that inspires me and pushes me to be very respectful. That's that's excellent. That's something we've also reiterated in the past is we want our students plugged into their local communities. You're in online, you've got access to people across the state. And we have that flexibility, but I love hearing that connection to your local community, building that rapport and and working with people in the local community because that's people you live with. To me, that's so important that we're hearing that come out in your story. The local community plays a huge part in your daily life. Oh, yeah. Yes, they really do. So let's talk about TOPS in general. What do you like most about studying at TOPS? I like how I can do my classwork whenever I would like. I love the flexibility and the schedule and how the classes are online because it's just a lot more convenient, especially when, you know, you have a life outside of school, like with work and then helping out in your community and just hanging out with your family. I mean, especially this being my last year of high school and I'm off to the Air Force in July. It's like it's. It's shocking, really, and it's so surreal because it's like I've spent my whole life with these people, and it's like I'm about to leave, so I'm going to get every hour and every second with them as I can. Man, I love to hear that because, you know, I've, I've got girls. I've got two girls, and so they're they're getting older, and that that's something that comes across my mind a lot. 
um, especially right. as one, especially as one's about to come into high school next year. So you always want to take advantage of every opportunity you can. So it's always great to hear that from a student's perspective. And so that just shows your maturity um, <laughs> and that's, you know, everything that you've been doing well. So, so what would you say to other students consider that are considering to enrolling at tops, any advice you would give them, anything that they would kind of need to think about? Well, if you have a busy lifestyle and have a job or just don't want to go to in-person classes anymore, because I, I understand that, you should definitely enroll at TOPS because it's they will support you in every step of the way. And you won't feel left behind because you they're just they're always trying to engage you into these activities because they, they do care about you. And um, especially uh, Mr. Humphrey, you have. Uh, helped me in a lot of ways and thank you for that and if you're considering enrolling at tops I definitely would because it has changed my life for the better that is fantastic to hear and of course we would do anything to help you and all of our students so I appreciate you saying that that's great what what's been your most rewarding part of, of tops at this point so far you know you've still got a little bit more to go but up to this point what's been the most rewarding part of your experience at tops the most rewarding part of at the end of the week and seeing that everything's turned in and all of your hard work is graded and you got good grades and seeing that you have perfect attendance, that is really the most rewarding part because I know some kids, they they don't have a job and they do school and that's really their priority is to get good grades and then they see it and you, they just feel so happy about it and you should really give yourself a pat on the back because online classes is very hard but it's totally worth it yeah i agree that, that's one of the things that i've been trying to do this year is to recognize the students that's been putting forth that hard work you know that not everybody's going to make all a's and we understand that not everybody's going to have perfect attendance either so trying to find ways to recognize students and just for everything that they're doing because they're they're being successful here and that's that's what matters um, and, and success looks differently for different students and different families. So um, I think that's good though. You always, it's always nice to see at the end of the week, it's like, hey, on Friday, I've got everything submitted, everything's in, let's go, let's let's break, right? Let's relax and go do some things that I wanna do. Right, right. It is very rewarding to see all of your hard work. Just, it, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> let's shift to future plans. I've heard a few different things come out through the conversation that I think our skill sets that I'm hearing that you have. Don't know if you realize all the skill sets you have, but there, there's been many today we've discussed and you've have the woodworking is definitely a great experience that you've been able to have in a skill set. Sounds like teaching is maybe a skill set that I'm hearing in there that the joy and the passion of being able to help others and, and teach. But then you also mentioned briefly about the military. So what are your plans after high school? Well, I'm joining the air force and um, I don't know when my ship date is, but I'm hoping to be somewhere in late July because I don't want to leave right before my little sister's birthday. And that's on July 13th. So I'm hoping to leave afterwards. And then I plan on pulling 20 years and because the travel benefits is what I'm really excited about because I love to travel and I, my dream is to travel the world. So hopefully I get to do that. Air Force should be, I would imagine that's the branch to get the option to travel would be, it would be Air Force right. would be my thought on that. I could be right. wrong. <laughs> right. I, I agree with that. 
Is there anything in the Air Force that is already like you think, hey, I would really enjoy doing this? Have you thought about that as far as the, the career path or are you just going to go in it and with open with an open mind of whatever, wherever they think is best for you, that's what you're really up for? Or do you have something sort of in your mind that I think this would be nice? Cybersecurity is what I really want to do. I'm actually taking the cybersecurity classes that TOPS offers and I love it. And I can't wait to see what more I can do while I'm in the Air Force. And yeah, so cybersecurity is definitely what I want to do. Great option. Yeah, 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 it really right. is. That's that's definitely something up and coming. I mean, it's been up and coming for a while, but it's even more at this point. So, so it sounds like you know you're taking that cybersecurity class. That's awesome. So, it feels to me, it seems like Tops is preparing you for that journey. Do you think that that that's the case? You think like you feel prepared for what's going to be your next steps in life? Yes, sir. I do feel that these cybersecurity courses are preparing me. But I do have a feeling that when I get in there, they're going to say that everything that you have learned thus far, forget about it because we're going to do it my way. <laughs> of course, that's the way colleges are. Any, any type of things usually. So. Thank you all so much for giving me this opportunity. Of course. You did fantastic, Jules. Okay. Thank you all. That brings us to the end of another insightful episode of Tops of the Morning. A massive thank you to Jules for taking the time to join with us today. Your story is not only inspiring, but it serves as a vivid testament to what's possible with your hard work, dedication, and excellent support and structure we have here at TOPS. We also want to extend our gratitude to you, our listeners, for tuning in and staying with us. If you're a student or a parent or just someone interested in online education, we hope you found this episode valuable. We're excited to bring you more student stories in the future as part of our ongoing Student Spotlight series. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any episodes. Feel free to share this podcast with anyone you think that it might be beneficial for them or someone they know. Until next time, this is Richard signing off along with Jeremy. Everyone have a great day. See you.